Hello listener, and welcome to the Man by Cow podcast. It's all been a bit hectic recently, what with Uncle Tobias developing superpowers, and Rufus has been trying to build himself a robot mum that can love him and look after him, just like his real mum never did. I think I've fixed it. Throw the on switch! No, she's still begging for death. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I'm sure I didn't program her to be in constant agony. When are you going to accept that you're rubbish at everything? Uh, oh, oh, I suppose I should be more like you and never try anything more challenging than sitting around in my pants and eating bananas. All right, well, what if you just stop trying to fix things? You know, since you're so incredibly bad at it. Me? Bad? At? Fixing? Things? Where's this crazy idea coming from? Oh, well, uh, let's see, shall we? You fix the kettle to death. You fix the microwave to death. And you fix Donald, my pet hamster. Donald had a cough. Yeah, well, he hasn't any more, has he? Now that he's dead, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. It's because your idea of fixing things is hitting them with a hammer. Oh, that's a point, actually. I haven't tried hitting Mumbot with a hammer. Okay, let's try her again. So much Well, that's me out of ideas. Listen, Rufus, as much as I'd love to stand here all day watching you hit your mum with a hammer, I've got to get ready to go out. Out? Where are you going? I've got a date. What? Like, with a woman? Yeah. Like a, a real, actual, living woman? Not not like a robot woman? Yeah, a real, actual, not robot, living woman. I, I met her this morning. It was crazy. Romantic. You know, like in a film or something. Where did you meet her? Well, it happened completely by accident. There I was, just walking down the street, minding my own business, when this beautiful stranger came up to me, looked me in the eye, and in a sultry, husky voice said... Have you got any spare change? Hey, when was the last time you went on a date? Should I count having a tea party with my niece Katie? No, absolutely not. Then I've never been on a date. OK, this is big. This is huge. We've it's... got to prepare. Prepare what? Well, you'll need a shower, <gasps> uh, s- some clean clothes. Some what? Maybe brush the grass out of your hair. My hair grass? And what are you going to talk about? Oh, I, well, I don't know. Do, does it matter? Of course it matters. She's never going to want a second date with you if you turn up and start turning around you once cried because Doctor Who kissed a woman. What can I talk about then? Idea. Idea. I'm having... Oh, okay, I've had an idea. I saw this thing on the internet the other day called 36 questions to make anyone fall in love. We can practice them before you go out and then you can ask the same questions on your date and she'll definitely fall in love with you. Brilliant. We're getting ready to go now To spend some time with man by cow They're going to take us to the I saw, I saw an article about this on the old internet. Yeah, um, the old internet, not, yeah, the, yeah. not so, the new one. Some scientists said it, right? He came up with it and said... I like, scientists. That you Someone. can choose love or something like that. And, some, and yeah. some people did it and they fell in love and they were all married and things. Yep. 
So we can be in love and married and things if we just answer these questions. Yeah. Honestly. Um, but yeah, so it's proven though, isn't it? It's um, proven to work, so well, we will fall in love at the end of this. Well, maybe this is the proof. This is the acid test, because yeah, they, they checked it out on a few couples and everything, but I mean, if, if, if it can make us fall in love with each other, yeah. then it's definitely true. It mm-hmm. definitely works. A bit frightening, actually. <laughs> 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 if, well, do we have to start bumming? <laughs> That's gonna be that's gonna be weird. If one, what if only one of us does? Oh uh, yeah, that's gonna be awful. All right, so we have thirty six questions. That's a lot of questions. I know. Uh, so yeah, so the first ones are pretty. Uh, the first, well, no, they're not that simple. Number one. <laughs> I'm already feeling a little love. <laughs> but that's just regular love. That's just because you love me. Yeah. But you know you're not you don't want to marry me right at the moment, do you? <laughs> That's the test, right? Basically, That's what he wants to do. Makes people want to get, get married. married. Yeah, it's very traditional. I'll tell you what we'll do after each set. We'll say, "Do you want to get married?" And we'll see. But let's do let's do the baseline test. Uh, do you want to get married to me? No, no. Unless there's any kind of like financial gain. <laughs> no, there is. Well, it's okay. me, because there isn't. All right, you ask me. Do you want to get married to me? No. Okay. okay Why not? Because I know you're disgusting. Right. Okay. That's not very nice. I think these questions are going very well. Now you've said that. It'd be harder well, for me to that's fall in love said, with you. That's why we are the real test of this. If it works, because we really, really don't want to marry each other. And okay. Right. Number one. Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? For fuck's sake. Well, that, this is how you fall in love with people. Well, no, no. By this... playing, who would you invite to dinner? <laughs> That's just question one. You've got thirty-five more to go. Some, it's a dinner guest as well. Um, I would pick somebody that can cook, (laughs) right? (laughs) All right, then. So, I mean, have you read these questions before? Is this the first time you've read them? No, I have read them, but I didn't pay too much attention to them because I I thought when I thought we should do this, but I did. I kind of skim read. I didn't read all of them. I skim read through them, but I made a point, and I don't know the answer to this question, so I'm going to have to think about it now. Oh, know. so there's an actual answer then? No, 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 no. no you, it's you're not a correct be... answer. No. Like if you say Hitler, you get you get a tick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, it says the correct answer to question one is Hitler. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you get a tick. We've already invited. Now, him. I've already invited love... him round for dinner. <laughs> yeah, everyone's in love with you because <laughs> you like Hitler. Um, oh God, God. Well, it says it says any anyone in the world, and he's above the world, isn't it? He's in the sky. Sometimes he comes down, doesn't he? That okay. If that's an option, then I'm definitely taking it because that would be like for me at least, not for anyone else, but for me, I'd know if God existed or not by whether he turned up. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'd be like, I'll have God. Please. Would you though? Because he's in everything, isn't he? I mean, he could be the soup <laughs> on the table, and you wouldn't know. Shit. All right, but if, if he's a no, but it says as a dinner guest, mm. not as the soup. <laughs> right, <that's> okay. The, <laughs> the wording of the question is very important here. <laughs> Whom would you want as a dinner guest? I'd invite some soup to dinner. <laughs> Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, I'll go for God because I would love to know that God exists, mm-hmm. and if He does, that's going to be an amazing dinner. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna have some great questions for Him. Like what the fuck, that kind of thing. That's going to be question one. Yeah, what the fuck, God? Seriously, God, what the fuck? Yeah, and the, how He answers that, that's going to determine whether or not I fall in love with Him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd ask Him these thirty-six questions. So God, number one, uh... if you could have anyone in the world, whom would you have as, have as a dinner guest? And if He says Hitler, I'm going to know something's, <laughs> something's a bit wrong. Yeah. Now a short film entitled A Bunch of Sheep Turn Into One Chicken.
What would constitute a perfect day for you? Um, it's that song by Lou Reed, isn't it? Yeah. That's what, that's what it is for me. Yeah, feed antelopes in the park, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A perfect day. Okay, well, the temperature would be just right. I like the sun uh, I like the sun on my face. Yeah. There's something about that that warmth that is very different to a radiator. <laughs> yes. So, well, so it's, it's a space nice... warmth, isn't it? That's, yeah. that's coming from space. So it's a space warm day. <laughs> that's perfect for a start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd have a nice meal, one that I really liked in it. Yeah, for example? It would involve a certain type of chip that tasted really good. Okay. Like a long one, a triple cup, triple triple cooked chips. Long one. It's not going to chip. It's like you just one. Like but since I've only got one chip, I'd better have a long My one. A perfect day would involve one long chip. <laughs> Right, so you've got a long chip. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else. Um, would you spend it with other people or would you be alone or would you have a, a combination of those two? I'd spend it with you, wouldn't I? Oh. It'd, be, it'd be here recording. <laughs> because you're in love with me. Yeah, already. <laughs> yeah. It's worked. Cool. I wouldn't want to spend all my day with somebody. No. But, um, you know, if I had to pick someone, it'd probably be you. Cool. I'm honoured. <laughs> so maybe I'm in love with you. This is really gay. <laughs> I thought we'd last longer than three questions before you got really gay. You should have said, ask me what my perfect day is. My perfect day is Rufus takes me takes me out and buys me a slap-up meal. Then we go to the cinema and he bums me. Well, oddly, my perfect day is not doing that. <laughs> Do you, would you, was your perfect day alone? Uh, no, I think I'd have probably I'd probably see you as well, uh, uh, but but I would be alone for a bunch of it as well. Yeah, but so there'd be like a, a, a helicopter outside to whisk take you me, somewhere, whisk me up someone else with a woman. Yes, <laughs> yeah, because it's going to get, end get sex, the bit, right? get the bits that I can't get from you. <laughs> yeah. So a, a woman to bum. Yeah. You say, Do you mind if I call you Rufus? <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd um, you know, and I'd be rich because I'd won the lottery that morning, and I'd, I'd spend loads, loads of money finding a yeah. woman who looks just like you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we we record something brilliant. I have a helicopter ride. Um, maybe go in a balloon. I've not been in a balloon. Yeah, so there's a lot of flying and fucking. <laughs> yeah, have about... sex in the balloon. Okay. Join the Mile High Club. Fall yeah. in love. Um, pet a dog. <laughs> like a really cute one. Yeah. How long for? I don't know, 20 minutes. <laughs> you got anything else on your perfect day? Um, oh, I don't know, like a bird landing on you or something? <laughs> That's never happened, has it? No. Pretty cool. Not not randomly, no. Um, they can force someone, can't they, if you put like a load of seeds on you. Pigeons will come and get yeah, you. Yeah, glue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've glued birds. They're not attracted to you by glue, aren't <laughs> no, they? Attracted but to I glue. Mean, I've, I've glued birds to myself before, yeah. but, but one hasn't just randomly landed on me. Yeah, that'd be good, especially if it was like a massive parrot. That, yeah, and that, that dog I talk to can speak. The dog you talk to can speak. The one, the one, pet, pet, the one I'm petting, right, yeah. Okay. It's a talking dog. <clears throat> okay. I would I like to talk to animals. I would like to discover something fundamental that I thought was true about the world is not true what, on my round. perfect day. Something like that. Just something that absolutely changes the way you look at the world. Like space doesn't exist. <laughs> you know? oh, yeah. Something massive. Because I've never seen yeah. space. I've seen pictures and videos yeah. and stories and stuff. But if someone went, oh, here's the proof that space mm. doesn't exist, you'd be like, wow, what does exist? And you have mm. to learn a whole new uh, understanding of the universe. Yeah. Or they discover that, you know, there are parallel universes or, you know, time travel's possible or just something where you, or ghosts are real. That'd mm. be a good one. Yeah. Um, 
and then and then you have to go. Oh, I have, now I have to rethink everything. Yeah. That's that's exciting. It's going to be quite hectic this perfect day. Yeah, though. it's going to be busy. Yeah, We're going to have to get up perfect, early. I think my perfect day is that busy. I'd yeah, like it to be yeah. a bit kind of like laid back. That is the trouble. Well, no, it's all right because as long as we don't have to do too many of the things, like we get the phone it's longer. Calls. It's perfect because it's much longer than regular. It's days. a month long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is good. All right. Yeah. Well, Nailing we're getting this super <laughs> We're getting super. It's a year it's long. Forever. <laughs> That's it. Never ending day. Yeah, of course. Okay, then we never die. Yeah. Fucking perfect. And it's perfect. And it's perfect. Yeah, Yeah. and the rest of our existences are perfect. And and we can't be miserable about immortality because it's the perfect day. Yeah, and it's no one else is going to die either, except Mm. people who were going to die on that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. Or ones we kill. Yeah, absolutely. Because we're allowed (laughs) to do that. (laughs) Yeah, because we're evil. Yeah, of course. Or anyone immortal eventually is evil, right? Mm. That's, That's the deal. Uh, well, that's everyone then, because we've just made the yeah. day last forever. Yeah, so the world is evil. That's okay, fine. it's full of just like people killing each other. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> We're just sitting in a castle, going <laughs> yeah, floating around on our balloons, having sex. <laughs> and our sex balloons. Yeah, eating. Well, they're talking dogs looking, <laughs> looking down at the world. Yeah, with birds, murdering. birds glued to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect day, <laughs> and it lasts forever. What a perfect day is! Oh yeah. god, brilliant. Look, I don't remember those lyrics in that Lou Reed song. Actually, it's <laughs> <laughs> a perfect day, floating around in a sacred room with a yeah. dog glued to birds glued to me, looking at people killing each other. <laughs> Come in. Hello. Oh, oh well, lovely it is to see you, Mr. Producer. Yes, what can I do for you? Well, I was watching the TV the other day, and uh, I noticed that there's a lot of programmes for small people. To children? Yeah, children, that's what's Yes, called. yes, we do We do make children's television, yeah, that's do, absolutely. Do, yeah, yeah. I don't think we would ever dream of making a children's TV show that had anything to do with a terrifying man like you. Oh, oh, you should say that, but like when you think about children's television programmes from the past, so it's all that... Um, interesting older characters in terrifying them. people, like, yes, and all of those people, all of those people are now in jail for various uh, various crimes against those children. So that's why we don't make them anymore. Nowadays, we use young, attractive, thin people. And yeah, well, that's the problem. It's, it's corrupting society, isn't it? It's corrupting society. They need to know that there's role models of an older age. They yes. need to go like, oh, they need to respect their elders, and I can give them that respect by playing an important part in my brand new children's television programme. Okay, what is this? It's called Flux Lovely Van. I pick up a child and I take it on a drive. A drive to where? It's on a drive on an adventure, isn't it? They don't know where they're going. What kind? So it's just you and a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a van and a, and a, and a camera crew. Uh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you've got to film it. Otherwise, it's not a TV show. Otherwise, is no, it? It's just you kidnapping children. Exactly. Go around the house when they come out, get a bag over their head, drag them in the van. So you actually are kidnapping children. It's, it's, they've won a surprise. That's why. I'm sure I would be very surprised when a scary man turns up, puts a bag over their head, and bundles them into a van. Oh, but they wants to go. They wants to go. It's like How Willy Wonka. It's, it's, it's like Willy Winker. Hey, what they've done is they've won a prize. They've bought a chocolate bar, and inside, if they get a ticket. Then I comes around with a bag Kidnaps and sticks him yes, in my van, okay. and I take him away in my van. 
Okay, so uh, then what? They get to go to my palace of puppies. Your palace of puppies? And uh, what, would you want to describe that to me? What happens there? Well, that's a palace that I've constructed out of small dogs. Dead dogs? Oh, yeah, well, There's I mean, they, w- weren't, they weren't dead when I glued them together to make the palace, but they are now, yeah. So you're going to take children to a house you've made of glued-together dead dogs? Yeah, rotting dog carcasses. After you put a bag over their head and bundle them into a van? Yeah. I mean, the idea was to take the bag off when we got there, but since the dogs have died, I'll probably leave the bag on. Why can't you give them a slice of cake or a chocolate bar or something? Oh, or they get or that maybe too, like yeah. like even even Jim or Fix It used to fix their own dreams. He didn't turn up in a van, put a bag over the children's head, and take them to a, a house he'd made out of dead dogs. Yeah, well, that gets the cake as well. I think they can have a slice of cake, that's not a problem. You're going to stick it up into their bag? Yeah, yeah, probably. I could make a hole in the bag and force it through. Oh, so you're going to force feed them cake? That's yeah, lovely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cake boarding, I call it. Why do you want to cake board children? What's wrong with you, Mr. Fluck? Why do you want to get a van, yeah. kidnap children, yeah. and ram cake into their mouths in a house made of dead dogs? This is a nice surprise for them, isn't it? But they weren't expecting that when they woke up. Look, Mr. Fluck, I'm afraid we won't be making this TV show or any other TV show with you in it. Oh, well, oh, if you just take that approach, then well, maybe I'll just make it myself. Oh, bag your head, you don't know who I am. Better stick you in Fluck's lovely van. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? This is the same as perfect day, isn't it? <laughs> the way we answered it. <laughs> yeah. Your perfect ability would be the ability to be in a balloon with a talking dog. Okay, when I wake up in my sex balloon the next day. Yeah. What, what, what ability, ability do you want to have gained? I guess I would just like to be able to write really well. So it's it's probably a deeper understanding of writing because um, you, if you understood it more, you'd write better and you'd also be able to look at it and kind of realise why it's not good. Partly, but then, I mean, you don't necessarily, like, critics and academics don't necessarily make good writers, so you still need some something else as well, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah. People who clearly don't understand story structure that well you can't have this if you can't just define what it is i'm afraid because you you, (laughs) you're gonna you're gonna wake up with this weird you can't have your you can't have your sex balloon (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna wake up with this some kind of like half formed kind of um, yeah no it'd have to be defined Hmm. all right i'll have a second head (laughs) (laughs) sold i'm just gonna go with talk the pants off of women But I think literally, again, you know, when you make wishes, genies often take it literally. That's the whole, you know, the thing with genies. So if you say I'd like to be able to talk the pants off women, that's what happens. Like you talk to a woman and her pants disappear, and she's really not a genie. There's really no genie annoyed. in this story. She's just really annoyed. Yeah, but you said if I couldn't define my writing ability exactly, then I'd wake up with something <laughs> weird. So you get literal, literal interpretation. So now you, when you talk to women, their pants vanish, right? and they all hate you for it, and therefore won't go near you. <laughs> Shit. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? It depends how many questions you can ask. If you can ask loads, I'd be, there, I'd be going like, are there aliens? Mm. Have they ever been here? Yeah. Is life after death a thing? Mm. What's the secret to immortality? Mm. What's the best chicken you've ever had? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's the crystal ball, that. <laughs> I'd ask a crystal ball, what's the best chicken it's ever had? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if I, if I can ask any questions, I can ask some stupid ones yeah. as well. No, we only see what one. it says. You can only have one, and you right, can ask that one. Because <laughs> that think... would make it, that would confuse it, and it would explode, and okay. then like, you'd get all the questions you wanted. <laughs> Is that how it works? I don't know. If you, if you say, if you tell a Dalek something, sometimes they spin around, don't they, and die. 
I think crystal balls. You understand everything by Daleks. Well, if you know to a Dalek it works, so probably crystal balls are the same as a Dalek. This is the birth of news. We now go over to our man on the street, Jeffrey McGeffrey. Thank you, Dickie. I'm here on the street asking people, who is your perfect romantic partner? I'd like to go out with a magician. That would be good, wouldn't it? If they could do magic tricks and you get bored. I like card tricks. Do you like card tricks? I like card tricks. You know, when they pick a card and then they say, uh, uh, you should have picked a card, this is the wrong way around. I always think that you can understand a person by how they treat animals. So I'd, I'd, but what I'd do is I'd, uh, you know, I, if I met someone I thought, oh, he seems like a nice person, then I would give them a dog and a gun and see what they did with those two things. I don't want to fucking do out, you know? So I'll just be sitting at home all day, maybe watching, like, watching the walls. We're fucking just sitting there looking at the walls. So she's got, she got to fucking work, earn all the money, and I'll sit there and look at the walls. That's my ideal fucking partner. Don't, she's not getting all, all up in my grill. She's not getting up in my grill saying, why don't you get a job? Why don't you cut me some sausages? Stop looking at that fucking wall. She's not doing anything, that. she's just getting on with it. She's getting on with it. A lot of independent woman, that's what I'm saying, an independent woman. I'd like a woman who's a bit romantic because it's always got to be the man that's romantic, isn't it? You've got to take flowers and you've got to take chocolates and you've got to do things on Valentine's Day. When was the last time a woman bought me chocolates? Bloody never, that's when. And I Try, I go around to women's house and say, Can I have some of your chocolates? And they're like, No, get out of my house. Who the bloody hell are you and how did you get in? And I say, Well, I came in through the back window. You shouldn't have left it open, should you? Of course, my idea of romance is uh, watching Barbarella with someone. I like Barbarella. Makes me feel all warm downstairs because, uh, of course, I only watch it downstairs under a rug. I'd like it if maybe a woman bought me a nice dress and let me put it on and then said, Oh, you look nice. Oh, you look very nice today instead of me having to go around to their house and steal it from their washing lines and then turn up in the middle of the night wearing their dress, going, hello, I'm you, what are you doing in my house? Get out of my bed and get out. I'm you now. Look, I've got your dress on, I must be. Somebody who's always got a tissue handy. <laughs> you don't get those two mixed up, do you? Like the sausage hole and your bum hole. Well, of course, I'd like a partner who's alive. It's always got to be me that organises the late night stroll. Oh, do you want to go for a stroll on the sunset? She's like, no, I don't. Get out of my hospital. I'm like, what do you mean your hospital? is everybody's hospital. She's like, no, it's not. It's my it's private. I bought it. I bought it just for me to go in and she's sitting there in her own hospital. And I'm like, oh, why can't you be a bit more romantic sitting here in your own hospital all by yourself while I'm at home looking at some flowers, looking at some flowers that I bought. I'm always buying flowers. I go to the flower shop and I say, oh, hello, can I have some flowers for my imaginary girlfriend? And the lady who works there says, yeah, of course you can. It's a flower shop. You can have whatever you want. And I say, oh, can I have a flying pig then? She says, no, it's a flower shop. I say, well, you said I could have whatever I want. And she says, well, within reason. I mean, you can't just make things up. You can't have a flying pig. There's no such thing as a flying pig. And I say, well, what if I put a pig in a catapult? Then there'd be a flying pig. She said, that wouldn't be a flying pig, she said. No, that'd be a catapulted pig. And I say, what's the difference? And she says, well, the catapult's the difference. You don't have to put a flying pig in a catapult. It can fly. And I say, so you admit there is a flying pig? Then she says, yes, there is. But you still can't have it because I don't like you. And then I go home and cry because I haven't got a flying pig or a girlfriend. Does that answer your question? I suppose someone who understands your foibles is very important, isn't it? Especially if you've got foibles. Oh yeah, foibles. I've, I've got foibles. Like, I've got you know. foibles. <laughs> this is the Bertha News. Alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of five times. Oh right, so I've got to say five positive things about you. <laughs> yeah.
I like your hairy legs. <laughs> They're really funny because, like, you're a largely hairless human with like gorilla legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's funny because I like your lack of hairy legs. I mean, they're, they're, they're so unhairy. Yeah. It's like I've, I've, I am. Je- this is it. It's just about what you're jealous of of the other person, really, isn't it? I, I want to write prose like you, and I want legs like you because I don't like my legs at all. Right. Mm. I, I I wouldn't want legs like you because I imagine it's quite annoying, but um, but they're hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> We've got good comedy legs. <laughs> 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 so you've got this hairless torso, <laughs> and then, you know, like hairless arms or whatever, and then <laughs> it's like you're wearing trousers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like them. That's shooting because I've got two legs. That counts for two for you. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I liked both your legs as well. Okay, so we're finished. It's like you're not wearing trousers. So yeah, we're done. Okay, Benny. Twenty-six. Complete this sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share my pain. <laughs> <laughs> like your back pain. Yeah, that yeah, have less. Yeah, that's fair. That's good. That'd be yeah. great. Just getting a slave that I could. Um, that what this is about. <laughs> Having slaves. Now it is. Having slaves and giving them my back pain. Yeah, I'm feeling much more in love with you now. You want slaves to torture. I just want to give them my, all my pain. Yeah. You? <laughs> just winning the heart of a lovely lovely maiden, I wonder. Wish I had someone with whom I could share their money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me too. It's a, a bad sentence, but I think it makes sense. Yeah, it's great. I would like that as well. Of all the people in your family, whose death would you find most disturbing and why? Yeah, it's horrible. This is the last but one question. After this, you've got to fall in love. <laughs> You're like talking about the person who you're most disturbed by the death of dying yes. and how awful that would be and saying why yeah. it's so terrible and then, oh, no, I love you. <laughs> what the fuck? This is ridiculous. And also, 36 is about problems. So the last question. After None of this has death, been saucy either. It's like, no. what, which is your, what, what's your like, best woman doing to your penis? Things like that. Why isn't that one of the questions? <laughs> Especially phrased like that. What do you like best a woman doing to your penis? That's a brilliant question. Right, I'm going to write to this guy and say we've got question yeah. 37. Mm. And that both parties have to, have to answer that. So what do you like best a woman doing to your penis? It's like, what? What does that mean? We're supposed to answer that. <laughs> Whatever. Well, you're a different one for the woman, isn't it? How do you like your boobs handled? No. <laughs> it's like a... Do you like them like bapped about? <laughs> yeah, or do you like a bit of tenderness? Bat, 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 bat. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, because, I mean, that's going to get you in the mood for love, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Not uh, like not talking about which parent dying. Throughout this, you you have definitely misunderstood what love means. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Far too focused on penises and boobs. Um, well, it's a bit. It's a, it's a big part of it. <laughs> no, not in your case, it's not. Uh, <laughs> oh, flipping crabs! <laughs> Look at the time. It is late. What's up? Oh, you got to be somewhere. You got to do something. Yeah, I'm going to be late. I've got no time for a shower now. I've got, I've got to go. Are, are you going to put some trousers on? What, what do you think I should? Yeah, I think you should try and make a good first impression. You know, by not showing her your weird gorilla legs. Okay, fine. Put your trousers on, and they're on. Hooray! Okay, wish me luck. Good luck. Well, good luck to you too. No, I, I don't need luck. I'm just going to be here dismantling my mum. I mean, what could go wrong?
now a short film entitled A Bunch of Policemen Turn Into One Chicken. Did she not turn up? Oh, yeah. She was there when I arrived. We had quite a nice chat. She bought me a drink. So what went wrong? Uh, she asked me what my perfect day would involve. Oh, you didn't, you didn't tell her about the sex balloon, did you? And the talking dog, yeah. Uh, and then she remembered that her sister's at the doctor's having her head amputated. And so she had to go and visit her. So she left. So are you seeing her again? I don't think so. Oh, she said uh, if I go within ten feet of her, she'll get someone called Massive Harry to punch me into hospital. Dang, it's complicated, isn't it? Yeah. You know, meeting women used to be a lot easier back when we were in the boy band. Do you remember that, Rufus? Me and you, in the boy band. Not really, no. Oh, really? Well, why don't I get in the flashback cupboard and remind you? Oh, good idea. OK, let's do it, let's do it. Oh, there's a horticulture sketch in here. Just ignore it, don't worry. That's pretty funny. No, it's not. Oh, I'm closing the door. OK, I'm fully ensconced in the cupboard. Turn it on. OK. i 
like this show, don't miss the other free podcast we make, which is much more regular and has a lot more episodes. The Worst Writer in the World, a podcast about stories. Got to send them out to war with a happy look on their faces. Can't send a horse to war without giving it a BJ. Happy horse makes for a happy, happy... Uh, me. <laughs> Listen to Rufus read stories and scripts that Howard wrote when he was too young to know better. The hen knighter claps and cheers as he takes out his guitar. The bride, Jackie, a short, round, bleached blonde with a piggy nose. Mm. And another hen, an Amazonian type. Right, so basically we've got a huge, gigantic woman <laughs> and a pig. <laughs> Standing... <laughs> Standing next to each other, dressed as nuns. Such as Howard's attempt at a romance movie, in which two people go for a walk, then fail to have sex. Ah. She grabs a towel and dries him off precisely. (laughs) She doesn't accidentally dry a lamp, or dry the sofa, or start drying a random dog. No, she's precise and dries him off. Uh, No, she dries him off precisely. Slowly, sexually, 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 and that's sexually. not sensually, yes. but sexually, <laughs> which I think means rubbing his penis with a towel. Right? Uh, yeah. like, oh, you're particularly wet around the penis. <laughs> like, no, I think I think I'm dry there now. No, you're not. I've got to rub it some more. I think the rest of me's still quite wet. Look, it's a very dry penis. <laughs> the worst writer in the world is available now. Free on the British Comedy Guide or wherever podcasts can be found. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer, and so he sat to write every night. But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah. Wubba dubba do, wubba dubba do. Was writer in the world? Was writer in the world? Rubbish writer. Yeah.